Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Hello to everyone, all our friends and family around the world, listening in from almost every country around our beautiful planet. And a special hello to everyone who will be listening to this call on the archives. Welcome to Dr. Catherine May's Blog Talk Radio Program Channel Panel. Today is Wednesday, September 24th, 2014. For tonight's program, we have Dr. Catherine May as our host and channel. And joining us tonight is Mother Father God, who also go by the names of Sekhmet and Alcyon. This is Meg Davis, your co-host, and I'm calling in from the greater Atlanta area in Georgia. And our host, Catherine, is calling home, calling in from her home in High Falls, New York. Good evening, Catherine. Hi, Meg. Hi. Yes, Mother and Father God are coming tonight, and we also promised people that we would have some questions at the beginning of the call, and that we would save some time in the beginning because we've been so um, carried away by the channelings in the last few times that I really hesitated to break off to you know, have people call in and ask questions. But we're going to do that tonight. We'll do some questions before we do the channeling. So that'll be fun. So people who would like to give us a testimonial or a question are welcome to call in and raise their hand. So oh, if that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. So if you're on the, if you came in by Internet, um and there is someone who just did, and you can press 1 on your phone, and you'll be put in the queue to talk with us. Now, how do I do that with the folks who are on the, um, I'm not sure how to do it, the folks that are on the call in, the conference call. I'm not sure how they, well, what happens if you press 1? Oh, I know. They can unmute themselves. They could ask maybe to be to be recognized. Well, we'll just play it by ear. We also, I have turned on the chat room, which we haven't done for a while um, because we've been 
so busy with other things on these calls. But I have turned on the chat room, so if people want to say hello to each other, I know that you, when we did this before, people had a really fun time on the chat room. So it's there if people would like to use it. I would ask that you, you know, most people did this anyway. While, while I'm doing the channeling, they kind of stop chatting and listen. But it was really nice for people to say hello to each other. So it, hopefully we'll try it out again, see if that works, um, let people make contact with one another. And they, um, I know on, when we did this in the past, people would call in and connect with one another and say, oh, I'm in Virginia too, and, you know, where are you? And they would contact one another. So it was kind of fun. They said they don't hear anything online. Uh-oh, they don't hear anything where? Here just said not hearing anything online. Online. People are not hearing us. Hmm. All right, I'm going to ask um, somebody who's in the... Can you hear me, Meg? Yes. All right, so I here's someone, the 520 person. I'm going to open a line here and ask people if they can hear me. Okay? 520-0288. I'm going to have to run. Yes, of course I can hear you. Okay, great. Okay, great. Hi, who's that? Hi. It's Cynthia. Hi, Cynthia. Hi, Cynthia. <laughs> okay. okay. We'll be back here shortly. I just, I just... Oh, sorry. I just, it, there's a delay when you push buttons here, but we'll be back to her later. All right. So, Meg, let's just do yeah. our very brief announcements. I'm Catherine May. For people who are new, this is a channel panel show. We're going to be talking to Mother and Father God tonight. I'll be channeling. And my co-host is Meg Davis, who is a very talented nutritionist, acupuncturist, and alternative um, medicine kinds of techniques. So she has someone who is going to come and give us a testimonial about what he's learned in the last couple of weeks. So I should just say our website is whoneedslight.org, and Meg's Facebook page is Is, mm -hmm, wisdomwithin-meg Davis. Um, What's before within? I keep forgetting. Wisdom within. Wisdom within, right. Hyphen, uh-huh, Meg Davis. Wisdom within, hyphen Meg Davis, sorry. Mm-hmm. So those are the basics. Um, we also have a wonderful Facebook page where you can uh, stop in to get all the latest. So everything is very up-to-date on the Facebook page. It's um, mon- uh, moderated by our dear Gabriella and her team, who are just wonderful. And it's a place where people can come to get all the latest information and the copies of the latest things that come out, like 
links to the shows and links to the messages. And also we have um, a group page where people can really get to know each other. And that has just been wonderful. People have made just fabulous contacts with each other. So we started it because people were saying, oh, I'm the only one in my town. I'm the only person I know who who is on this path, and it's a lonely you know, path for me. So now people can talk to each other. And it's it's um, what we ask is that people come and really talk to us about their experiences, about what they're feeling, what their questions are, and they have a real conversation going. So people really do get to know each other there. So those are our basic... Um, also, we have the book, Who Needs Light? And the visual centering uh, videos, which are on YouTube. So we have all kinds of tools for people. You can, you know, explore all these options and see. We're, we're in the business of training for ascension <laughs> and gaining clarity and, and having a lot of fun while we do it. So that's my little intro. So now, Meg, take it away. You have something special. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Catherine. Um, I have a, a very special guest tonight. He is a guest upon request. This is my request for him to come. His name is Cedric, and he's a dear friend. Cedric is in high school and a senior in high school. And a brilliant artist, incredibly creative. I've seen some of his artwork, and it's just wonderful, very gifted. And Cedric came to me several months ago and needed some support. And we have worked together over the last several months. And he, his appointment was day before yesterday. It was yesterday. And his story is so extraordinary and it's so in line with our last two calls on Sunday dealing with nutrition and raising our vibration to be able to do healing on our own and know the ins and outs of using pharmaceuticals and uh, just being able to see them clearly for what they can do and not do and be able to make a wise and informed choice. And Cedric has a particularly interesting story that has to do with this. And the reason this stuck out so, so much, besides I think he's extraordinary, and the potential for what it means to truly heal when you put your mind to it, is that he's also young and, well, probably old soul, but young as far as what we look at. And has absolutely catapulted himself into um, some real wellness. The same day, I had a gentleman who was 50 who came in very distressed, three and four rounds of antidepressants, and his last episode was so bad with a pharmaceutical named Prestique, Wellbutrin, Lexapro, and then Prestique, that his wife had said, I'm leaving you. 
because your depression is so bad that it had gotten much worse on the antidepressant. So he was coming to see me in distress to try to figure out how he can salvage his marriage as well as handle the depression he was experiencing. And these two people were in the same day. And they were so along the same lines, I just had to highlight Cedric's success. So I'm going to open up Cedric's line and let everybody hear him and say hello. Um, Hi, Cedric. Hey. Hey. Thanks so much for coming on tonight. No problem. And Cedric, I'd like you to say hello to Catherine. She's one of our co-hosts as well. Catherine, this is Cedric. Hi. Hi, Cedric. Welcome. Hi, we're delighted that you came. I want to hear your story. Yeah, so Cedric, just give us a give us a little background on what you were experiencing before we met and what different attempts that you had made in the pharmaceutical world and what you experienced with that and then a little bit about when we started working together. Well, um I've been coping with depression for a number of years now, um, practically all my life that I can remember. And in recent years, um, I began attempting, um, with physicians, a cycles of antidepressants. I, I had tried Wellbutrin as well as two others whose names I can't recall. Um, they didn't really help. They... I suppose they made me feel kind of empty or out of it at times and or they would just exacerbate the issue so um I kind of quit those for a while prior to uh, actually coming into the back to wellness program and Cedric, tell me a little bit about how the the last one you said we were sort of joking, but it's not a joking matter, that you actually started feeling almost suicidal. Um, yes, for quite a number of years, I had, I had been suicidal. And I had almost taken my life on a number of occasions. Um, and I, I don't know, it's kind of hard to talk about. Um yeah, of course, of course. And but you didn't and I'm thrilled <laughs> to say the least. And then we started working together and what was your experience when you started working with um acupuncture and nutrition? What was your feeling about that? Well I was kind of hauled into it at first and really have a choice. My mother brought me along, um <laughs> and it was it was certainly something that had interested me before because I thought the alternative medicine was, well, it was intriguing to see how that might work. Um, and for the first week, it it kind of sucked, to be honest. Uh, changing the diet was pretty rough at first. Um, pretty quickly, I, I began to feel, feel a lot better. I had more energy and, well, my health improved vastly as well as my mood um i evened a lot it's 
kind of difficult to think about how I really functioned prior. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, tell them how much weight you lost. At this point, I've lost nearly 50 pounds in the five months that I've been doing this. Wow, 50 pounds. Yes. And he came to a nutrition talk I did and is practically taking over the family cooking (laughs) for everyone's health, for the family. And he could teach a nutrition class. Um, just phenomenal, and Cedric is understating himself. It's just an extraordinary, and after two weeks, he was gone, never cheating, (laughs) never going back. His mom would say, oh, my God, I tried to get him to give a piece of cake just once. No, I will not. (laughs) He's been for a a high schooler that's pretty pretty darn amazing. That's pretty great, yeah. So can can you describe... Cedric, I know this is this is difficult to put into words, but you said you were feeling so bad before and now you're feeling better. But can you give us some like before? Would you like wake up in the morning and you just couldn't stand to get out of bed or you you know, dreaded the day or and what's changed? How do you feel different now? Well I I kind of had a philosophical depression. I was a bit of a nihilist and I didn't really believe that anything was significant or mattered. Um, Mm. I would get out of bed just because it would be easier than to, you know, argue against it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And, well, now it's, I just wake up in the morning and it's just easy. It's just another day and I'm glad to meet it. And, a radical change, and I don't know really how to express it apart from that. Well, that's pretty clear. Isn't that remarkable that even your philosophy of life changed? Well, I, I still meet it with a similar philosophy. However, the perspective on the philosophy has changed. Uh-huh, I see. Very interesting. Okay. Well, I just I just wanted to ask you that. And how about um, relationships with other people? Did it affect that? The way you oh, get along I've with become less introverted, and so it's a lot easier to communicate with people. Um, and uh, well, I suppose having actual energy and reason to communicate with people is well it makes all the difference. Right. And even within my family, I would suppose I've actually become open to them. So you uh Meg has said that you started cooking for the family. Have they had a change too? Have have others in the family felt changes? Um, certainly my, um, mother has also been eating similar to me, um, uh-huh. and she's lost a significant amount of weight. I cannot recall the amount, but it's somewhere around 15 to 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. 
and she was already a petite woman. So it goes to show that uh, kind of carbs or gluten will do a lot to you, sugars as well. Uh huh. Well, um, congratulations for you, really, to you for your wonderful triumph. Thank you. And I bet your plans. I bet your plans for the future have changed too. Oh, certainly. I really didn't have plans for the future before, and well, now I have some that I really want to get started. That's great. Yes, including taking three advanced placement classes in his senior year, working (laughs) nonstop with homework, and. Just because he can. He's just brilliant, and we all see it. It's just wonderful. Cedric, thank you so much for coming on. I just love your story, and I'm I'm glad to share it. No problem. Thank you. Cedric. Bye. Okay. So long. We'll close your Bye. line now. We appreciate your your contribution. So, wow, a young person who has really changed his direction that's just wonderful meg i'm so glad he came yeah it's it's so um extraordinary when you get such a fast change that it's irrefutable what Mm -hmm. happened nothing else changed except this and his nutrition yes acupuncture was in there but it really was the nutrition and it's almost like i want to draft a letter and mail it to every local practitioner around my area and try Mm -hmm. to form some type of cohesive partnership to help children who experience something like Cedric did um, to get... That sounds like a great idea. Yeah. um, I'm going to work on that. So Mm -hmm. anyway, thank you for letting me bring him on. It was just a a special, special part of my heart and it was so relevant to what we were talking about that I wanted to share to give people hope that it really can look that fast and that extraordinary. So thanks, Catherine. And the part that, well, of course, I'm a psychologist, so this is what fascinates me. I mean, it's delightful, the weight loss and so on. But the fact that someone's outlook on life can change so dramatically, that is just profound. And it's not something that, I mean, yeah, people talk about how kids shouldn't have sugar because it makes them crazy and so on. But there's there's so little appreciation for how absolutely completely different it is when you reverse the way you think about life from being suicidal to having great hope and taking all these courses and planning his life, I mean, that is just so dramatic. Mm-hmm. And like you said, irrefutable. Nothing else changed in his life. Five months. Five months. Mm-hmm. And he was, of course, extraordinarily different, he would say, within two. It's just uh-huh. been longer. So in less than two months. He was just himself, beautiful, perfect himself. So, yeah. Right. Celebrate. Yes. All right. Well, we have um, 
one more person with their hand up. And folks, if you want to ask a question or come talk to us, do so. But we have Cynthia here on the line, and I think she'd like to talk with us. So yeah, let's, okay. let's, Hi, Cynthia. Let's, welcome. Thank you. I just wanted to, uh, I didn't know I was going to speak uh, the first time, so uh, but I, what I would like to share with you is that I think the addition of Meg has been the best thing ever. And it just goes to show you, because there's a doctor here in Tucson that does the exact same thing. He cures people through diet. And he makes specific diets for specific needs. And his name is Dr. Dale Lauder. And he's uh, been, he's really helped a lot of people. But for my own case, and I, I did uh, uh, do what he said for adrenal failure about two years ago. And then one something happened, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm going to do it again starting next week. And I hope this time it catches because ever since I was a young girl, I did, I, I always, I, I learned when I was 18 about all these things, about need, about pharmaceutical companies, blah, blah, blah. And this was way back in the, the late 60s. A good old Dr. Kachinka, I don't know what country he was from, but he taught me so much. And um, uh, I've just known about it that I just, you know, so just things happened and life changed and blah, 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 and I gained a lot of weight, and here we are again, and I'm going to do it again. But I'm um, mm-hmm. I'm just really pleased that you added that, we, you know, we're very fortunate to be able to hear her. And, of course, Catherine, you know so much as well, so uh, I appreciate it. That's all. I I just wanted to make a comment. Oh, thank you, Cynthia. Oh, thank well, you. looks like you had some inspiration from Cedric that should, you know, encourage you to to take it on again and and really clean up your diet and get all completely healthy and and strong. Yeah, it's been. It's, it's been Shaking around, those marbles have been going around and around in my head for about the last two months. Uh huh. Well, you that's know, about how long we've been talking about it, right? <laughs> exactly. And it's, um, you know, when I've done this like all my life, I, yeah, I want to, you know, I'm gonna, I'm 66, so I, um, you know, it's just like one more time. Here we go. <laughs> Well, maybe so, this time it'll stick yeah, like that. Maybe it'll stick. Yeah, I think there'll be more people that are out there really doing it. It'll be easier. Yeah. It'll be much easier, you know, because when I was younger, you know, it was tough to find a community, you know. If well, you now you have all of now. us. And yeah. check in on the, the Healing for Ascension Tour group page, and you'll have... 12,000 people helping you. Oh, wow. Great. It's really a powerful group. Good, good. Okay, okay. great. I, uh, thank you, Catherine. You too. Thank you, Thanks. Thanks. Nice Thanks. to hear. Okay, we've got some feedback here, so I'm going to close the line. Okay. So we didn't give people much warning about um, questions tonight, but... We'll be. I think we'll try and do that a bit in the future because once we get into the channelings, it's it's hard to come back for questions. So 
Also, I have opened the chat room, and I I don't think people can tell that somehow. But anyway, I've opened the chat room, so we'll see how that works. In the future, we'll be um, at least on Wednesday nights. We used to do it on Sundays, too, for the healing shows, and people would talk to each other when we're getting ready and, you know, as we're... Uh, as we're all preparing to go to the shifts. So I'm going to add that to our fun here. So if people want to communicate with one another, they can. And that's really been fun for us, too, because I know um, Meg and our friend Mark used to be very active on the chat room. So that was one of the ways that we met folks from Atlanta and from around the world. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll see if we have enough hands between us to to manage the conference call, the blog talk studio, the chat room <laughs> <laughs> and the phones. So I think we can manage this. So thank you Meg for bringing Cedric or Cedric. We usually um talk about those things on sun, on the Sunday call, but it is so much an integral part of this Ascension training and so much a part of everything we're learning that we've begun kind of weaving things together here. So it's not a separate issue, talking about nutrition and um and breaking away from pharmaceuticals. So we've uh, a couple of little announcements about that. We have folks working with us now who are helping to post segments. So they've taken out the segment that is the nutrition talk and the medical part of the Sunday uh, show, and they've separated that out. So we're going to have that on a special place in the website, and we also have it on on the Facebook page. So if you want to go back and listen to the parts of the show that were just about the nutritional and medical help, last week we talked about pharmaceuticals and, and especially the things that affect children. And that... I don't know if it's been posted yet, but I I think someone has separated that piece out and posted it on the Facebook page. So we have EJ working on that, right? Yes, thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. <laughs> so you and so EJ and you figured that one out, right, to get it posted. And we're also going to have transcriptions. So we're going to have every possible way of of getting to the archives. So it'll be available for people who who would prefer to read it or for people who'd rather listen. So we're going to have it all documented, which I am just delighted about. So thank you all for your help. Okay. Now I think we should see what, Mother and Father God have to say for tonight. I haven't talked to them about it. They just said earlier 
that they would be coming. And we haven't talked to Mother God for a while. Mm-hmm. Father God is the one we know who comes to us in in various um, presentations, but he has been known across the centuries. They were known as Sekhmet and Alcyon, and also as Ra. So we know Father God as Father God and the one who... His energy is just unmistakable and wonderful and powerful and warm. And he's been so helpful over this long period of time. It's, of course, Father God who um, who dictated the first several hundred <laughs> messages that's now called When God Pinched My Toe. So I'm always delighted when he comes back. It's great fun to talk to him. And Mother God always has some wonderful, warm, helpful uh, suggestions for us and message for us. So I'm going to step aside and turn this back to you, Meg. All right while I find out who would like to come through first. Okay, good. It's It's going to be Mother God. Okay, good. (laughs) Wonderful. Okay, we'll just let Catherine get settled. Take a couple of deep breaths. This Mother God is always so close. Welcome, Mother God. Welcome. Thank you, dear Meg. Oh, How nice to hear your voice. These programs you have developed are just fascinating and so helpful to people. We're delighted that you're doing this. And Cynthia was right. This is very special. And, of course, you are very special. But we're so happy the way you're weaving it into a real-life presentation. It's not about getting yourself in shape so that you look better in the mirror. It's really a matter of life or death. And Cedric was telling you what would have happened to him. How I hate to think how this might have played out if he hadn't been nudged toward you. Of course, it was no accident that their lives crossed your path. And his mother was, of course, wanting to get help for him. So if they had continued to pursue trying to get help from the medical establishment, he might have now experienced five or ten different kinds of pharmaceuticals and would still be feeling terrible, probably worse. So what a blessing it is that we have light workers like you, my dear, who come forward and have been so generous with your time and your information. And as some of you know, our dear Meg has offered to speak with people to help them if they have questions. You can 
go to her Facebook page and she will talk with you and help you with these things. And it is so, so generous of you, dear. And we're so pleased at the way both of you have woven these stories and this information into the way we approach our messages to you. It all synchronizes, doesn't it? We're talking about raising your vibration, and you're giving the people the tools. It's not enough for us to just say, oh, we love you, which we do, of course. And we want you to be happy. We want you to feel calm and and full of life and happy to be alive. Well, we want that for you. But for many people, it's not possible to feel those things when you have been exposed to so many toxins. And I also want to thank both of you for underlining how important the nutrition and clean environment is when it comes to your psychological state. An awful lot of what people think is depression is really caused by the toxins in their food. For there are many chemicals that are put into the prepared foods that mimic neurotransmitters in your brain. It's not an accident. It's not just because When you eat something that isn't good for you, it makes you feel funny. That's not the problem. The problem is that the chemicals between pesticides, which are neuro um, uh, blockers in a lot of ways, they create havoc in your neurological system, aside from creating cancers and so on, But the first effect is to monkey with your nervous system. And now, of course, you're finding out that diseases like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's are very much linked to the toxins in your diet and in your environment. And so it's not an accident that there are so many people who are overwhelmed with depression and anxiety. It is not a psychological problem, strictly. The origins come from several places. Yes, in some cases, they come from having had a difficult time in childhood, but so many people have a difficult time School is difficult for children. Making friends is difficult. The studies, the way their studies are presented. Life is not easy for young people. But it should not be complicated to the extent where our young children are devastated and overcome with dark 
feelings of hopelessness and despair. It is not a necessary way of life. It should not be. And all it takes, as you see here, all it takes is the right education. Up until now, no one really appreciated, or very few, really appreciated just how destructive and devastating the things that are being served that are called food, which really are not food. They're not food at all. They're poison. Just how devastating they really are to the human body and the human mind. And you, beloved ones, are inhabiting this beautiful structure, the human body, so complex, so intricate, so sensitive. You were designed that way on purpose. It's a wonderful thing to be intricate and sensitive. It makes you what you are. It means you're capable of great creativity, great knowledge and wisdom. Without your sensitivity, you cannot gain wisdom. You can fill your mind full of facts and interesting kinds of information. You can memorize all kinds of things, but you will not gain wisdom without sensitivity, without the ability to feel empathy for your fellow humans and the animals and the plants around you and for your dear Mother Tara. You are made to be bright, clear. Let's let's give you some other names for that sensitivity. Your ability to receive information is very profound. Your ears are acute, your vision and your intuition. Now, when you fill your body full of things that create havoc in your neurological transmitters, how can you pay attention to anything? You can't see, you can't hear, you can't think, you can't feel the things that you would feel if you were at peace. And so think of it this way. Think about your body and its delicate balance. When you put things into your body that have sugar in them, for instance, it creates immediately a war within your body where your body is forced to take up a defensive stance to try to defend itself against the onslaught of the chemicals 
that come pouring in. And it's not really an accident, you know, that the things that are made in packages have lots of sugar, and often they're the worst offenders when it comes to pesticides and other toxic chemicals. Many of your, much of your food contains hormones or chemicals that mimic the hormones in your body. And of course, there are many hormones in your body that help to create the balance. So how can you be expected to think straight, feel clear, and be happy if your body is at war? And if your body, as you get older, begins to lose some of the battles, that's what is then expressed as symptoms. You start to get sick. You start to have cancer and heart disease and all the thousands of descriptions of medical problems. Doctors are very bright people. For every new symptom, they manage to come up with a Latin description. It delights them to have a name for something so that then they can prescribe a drug for it. That's why this system arose, you know. You have to be able to call it by a name. And if you can give it a name, then the idea is that you must know how to cure it. And then the drug companies, hand in glove, come up with fancy names for their drugs and they link them to the fancy names for the symptoms that the doctors have discovered. And there you have the downward spiral into disease, greater disease, greater complications. And the worst of it is how it makes you feel. When you're told by your doctor that you have an illness and it probably will last a very long time and you probably will have to take this particular drug for the rest of your life, truly depressing. It is truly discouraging. Is it any wonder that as people age and become a little older that they are weighted down with all these proclamations from their doctors about how decrepit they are and how um, unable they are to heal, it's simply assumed that if you're over about 50 years old that you will be sick and you will be sick from now on. Well, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? A body can heal no matter what the age. There is no disease that cannot be overtaken by a good immune system. So don't listen to that, beloved ones. It's a, it was a bit of a conspiracy, wasn't it, on the part of the drug 
companies and those who wanted to create a scare and make people feel insecure. Well, it's ridiculous. You should be living to be about 120 or so. And you should be able to live the first 119 and a half years of it being very strong and sturdy and full of life, breathing the fresh air, walking around your block, greeting your friends, doting on the children, and working at whatever you choose for as long as you like. This is what you're made for. Human bodies are very sturdy, very strong. So, given how strong and sturdy your human body is, imagine what it takes to defeat it. You have been in the business of trying to defeat your bodies, even though you didn't realize it. Of course, it's not your fault. You also were designed to be attracted to things that are sweet because if you ate the berries that were sour, the human race wouldn't have lasted. So there is that attraction to things that are sweet, but you're smart enough to know the difference. You certainly are smart enough to know whether the thing that tastes delicious comes on a stem, or whether it is in a box. Well, from now on, dear ones, forego the things that come in boxes. Don't even walk down those aisles. You know, your your supermarkets are, are set up very nicely. You could create a very good diet by only walking around the outside of your grocery store and never entering any of those center aisles. You don't need those things anyway. So it's lovely that you're turning over a new leaf, a lot of you. It will bring you great happiness and pleasure. It's not like taking your medicine. It's not giving up anything. It means you're going to develop a taste for the wonderful things that your planet has to offer you. The delicious fruits, the wonderful vegetables. And when you develop your taste for organic foods, ah, yes, you're going to love them because they're so much tastier. They're so much better for you and they give you so much energy. As Cedric told you, it makes all the difference in the world. And so, I'm here to give my stamp of approval for this approach of seeing your bodies as the precious, precious vessels that you have been given for this unique, and very special lifetime. What a time it is. 
You can feel it happening, can't you? The energies from the central sun come in great waves, great crashing waves sometimes. If you're not prepared for it, you might think you just got hit by a tsunami. Well, it is kind of like that, isn't it? But it is so that you can enjoy the shift that is happening to everyone. You are being lifted, dear ones. And there is a link. This is why I wanted to talk with you about the issues of nutrition and feeling good and feeling healthy and being fit. It's a terrible feeling to be 50 pounds heavier than your body is comfortable with. It just doesn't feel good. It doesn't matter whether other people like it or not. It doesn't matter whether you think you look good in the mirror. That's not the point. The point is your body doesn't like it. And so don't do things to your body that it doesn't like. That's pretty simple, isn't it? Well, that is a very important part of what you've been learning. Moving toward ascension. How can you raise your vibration to ascend if you're doing things to your body that are cruel uh, or at least unfriendly? If your body is unhappy, how can you be happy? You are all of a piece, you know. You are one organism. Your mind, your body, your heart, your spirit, all are completely connected. It is fruitless to try to separate them, to think you can go off in your mind and imagine and not be affected by what your body is feeling. That is not the route that we encourage. You're going to lift yourselves. So, lift your bodies first, and then you will find your burden to be far lighter. When you embrace this beautiful equipment that you've been given. Spend at least as much time admiring, polishing, approving of and embracing your beautiful body as you would spend if you had a new Ferrari in your driveway. you would. Oh, yes, you've seen when young men walk by a beautiful car. They pat it, don't they? They look lovingly at it. Well, this is how we want you to look upon your body. And remember, no excuses. Oh, well, I don't like my body because it's too fat. 
well, ridiculous. How did it get that way? It got that way because you weren't loving it enough. So love is where it starts. Love your body. Love it back into health, Venus. For you will be needing that beautiful body of yours. You will be needing the happiness and the high vibration and the joy that you feel when you wake up in the morning and you feel energetic and ready to face the day. Better yet, facing the day sounds as if it's sort of an enemy, doesn't it? How about embracing the day? That's even better. For there are exciting, wonderful things ahead for you. As you raise your vibration, oh yes, you've been told about the RV. Oh, we are on the verge of wonderful things. For it's not just about that. All of this, mm, well, you think it's chaos and havoc happening on the planet. Yes, there are some, some dark spots and some great unpleasantness. But it is. The whole world is looking. The whole world is hanging on the information to see who are these people that are doing such horrific things. Well, let me tell you, there is going to be a great deal of interest and a great deal of investigation to find out just who these people are and just why they're behaving the way they do. And when this investigation comes to its completion, there will be revelations that are going to shock the world. These are not just people who are um, rabid about their religion. Oh, no. These are not people who simply hate. Oh, no. It has been a creation, a deliberate creation of the dark ones who want to convince you that the world is going crazy and that the world is a terribly dangerous place. You see that happening, don't you? the exaggerations and the fear tactics. Oh, no, they're these terrible, terrible people. Well, do you know how many there actually are? The ones who are murderers? Do you know how well-trained they are? And do you also know how much they're being paid? This is not anything like a revolution. It is not a movement 
of people on the ground. Nothing of the kind. This is not what the people want. This is not what the people in the area where they're operating want. They are a small band of thugs. And they will be stopped. It is unfortunate. But they are people who have been brainwashed and have been trained to do what they are doing. They are assassins. Nothing more. They have no principle except to be very efficient and very good at what they do. And they take pride in that. That is all they have. For they have no connection to their hearts. They have been terribly damaged. This is not the people. It is not anything but a gang of thugs who've been trained and highly paid. And when the investigations prove successful and uncover what needs to be uncovered, you will see. All the the investigation, all the evidence will point to the cabal which is desperate because they're losing their grip. And they had to create something completely horrific to try to make it look as if they have some power. And yes, they scared a lot of people. But there's always this echo when someone says, oh, we have to we have to beef up our defense because there are these terrible people and they're proliferating all over the Middle East. Well, first of all, they're not. There are many who are coming forward to say, I want nothing to do with this. And we're going to join together to squeeze them out. The backlash that it is creating is going to be very successful at helping those countries who were reluctant to join together. So, ironically, as horrific as it is, as tragic as it is that such wonderful people have been so brutally murdered, it has served a very important and very dramatic purpose. It is waking people up. It is bringing people forward to say, I cannot stand it. I will not tolerate this. We cannot have this in our world, anywhere. Not ever again. We cannot have this. Do you know how many wars there have been in the last hundred years where these atrocities occurred? Every one. Every year. 
there have been these same kinds of atrocities on your planet going back for thousands of years now. And this is the first time that there has been a global outcry. The first time that people have truly come forward and said, we cannot stand it. Because we are awake. Because we feel for those people. They are our brothers and sisters. We cannot tolerate murder. Dear children, this has not happened on planet Earth for millions of years. And so, yes, it is tragic that these things are happening. But it is a triumph of the light that the response to it is so complete, is so international. There is tremendous solidarity evolving on your planet. Look around you. Look how people are beginning to speak differently of these things. When they, hmm, well, maybe they curse a bit, maybe they appear angry when they talk about it. But never before has has there been such a level of intolerance for this kind of inhumanity. You are awakening. You are learning that you have real power. You're learning that together you can put a stop to this. Yes, there are some defeats at times. There are, you know, you may have to try five times to get the law passed that will bring justice. But you're not giving up at the first sign of a threat. You are growing in your courage, in your compassion, and in your strength. It is a wonderful thing to see. And you have no idea what this is going to bring. It is very difficult to even imagine how this rising energy, this new flood of love and compassion, it's difficult to even predict how this will change every life, every person on the planet will be touched. Everyone's life will be made easier because of this great awakening. You are headed for glory.
and it delights us to watch you. You are blossoming. You're growing. And you are living out the destiny that you came here to experience. I can only say to you, beloved ones, that I look upon you and my heart fills with joy. You're reaching out. The groups of those who come together to listen to these calls and read our messages and talk about these things with one another and begin to discuss it with their families and their friends. You're becoming much more bold And when you speak out, many of you have been surprised, haven't you, that you didn't get the reaction you used to get. Maybe you didn't get enthusiastic agreement or approval, but sometimes you get curiosity. And that is a turn in the right direction. Be very daring. Don't hold back. You have hearts that are sturdy or you wouldn't be here. You are the adventurers and the explorers and the seekers. You are the poets and the artists and the writers and the lovers. You are the ones who will lead the way. It cannot be done without you. Do you see that? Do you see that the people who used to mock you or who made fun of your connection to God or your talk about spiritual things or your belief in galactic brothers and sisters, do you realize, don't you, you were far ahead of them? That they just were still rubbing their eyes and beginning to stretch and had no idea about the things that you understand so easily. That's all it is. Why would you be afraid of someone who knows so little? Why would you think that you are inferior because you're wiser? It's been backward, hasn't it? Everything about the lives you've lived has been upside down and backwards. But you're changing that. Right side up and forward from now on. And we will be here to cheer you on. To send you our blasts of love. And to chuckle with you. To smile upon you. As I do now. 
I send you my heart full of love. Let me embrace you. Let me dote upon you. For it is my pleasure to do so. I'm delighted to have come here to talk with you today. I will wish you farewell now and allow my beloved Ra to come and speak with you. Alcyon, we said tonight. We've been known by many different names, but we're always the same. You know my energy by now, don't you? You can tell when I'm speaking to you. Call on me anytime. And I will come to you. You'll feel my energy around you. I will touch your cheek. I will place my hand lightly on your shoulder. And you will feel the love that I send to you now. And now I will pass the talking stick to my beloved and let him come to speak with you as well. I took the liberty to express a lot of what we've been talking about together, but I'm sure there are things you'd like to add. Am I right, dear? All right, now I will I will say so long to all of you, beloved ones, and namaste. And now, here is my beloved. I was tempted to begin by saying ho, ho, ho to all of you. (laughs) Because it is a jolly time and a time of celebration. I know you're all impatient, but... I want to say to you, just forget your impatience. Use that joy you feel within you when you think about what you're going to do with your blessings and celebrate with us now. We love that. We love celebrations. We love you. We love everything about this time, this excitement, this this anticipation, this fun. Yes, my my dear mother, God did a beautiful job of of expressing to you how much we love you, how we want to see you thrive and be happy. We don't like seeing you suffering from all these terrible things you've ingested. It's no wonder your poor bodies are objecting. 
It's a wonder you don't have a bellyache all the time. But you know your bodies are so flexible and so strong that they can manage to process pounds of toxic chemicals before you become sick. It's wondrous, isn't it? This was a a creation that was given a great deal of thought and a considerable amount of time in development. The greatest minds, the most creative, join together to create this wonderful human body that is yours. Yes, you're not used to hearing us talk this way, are you? You think that one, yes, we have confused you by calling ourselves gods, all of us. We do have certain jobs, and we are all creators. So now you have heard about Creator, the prime creator, who is the one in charge of your universe, and the creating that goes on here is is always a consultant in that project. And you know that Mother God and I were in charge of our galaxy, the Milky Way galaxy. We're very proud of you. And we're so pleased with the way things are evolving and evolving so quickly. It has been such a long road, hasn't it? Now you know your history. You know why the struggles between good and evil were played out here. You were up to it. You were willing to take it on. And let me give you a perspective, dear ones. It wasn't that the evil came to you. It's that you came. You came here to eliminate the evil. So never think that this is something that was imposed upon you or that came upon you unbeknownst to you, oh no, it is not something that was inflicted upon you. No. You knew of the struggles here. And you came of your own volition. You are heroes, all of you. You know you have a way of of thinking about real heroes. It comes up all the time when you hear, oh, this person uh, rescued someone, jumped into the water and pulled them out, and then the TV cameras come and the person is interviewed and they're saying, oh, you know you're a hero, you're such a hero, and the person will just look puzzled and say, well, I just did what seemed right. You're made to be heroes, all of you. 
You have it in you. It's just a part of who you are. And that's why you came here. You knew there were troubles and you came to solve it. You knew there was darkness and you came to bring your light. You knew it would be difficult because you saw before you came here, you knew the history, you knew the struggles that, it, that had come before, you knew who these people are. You saw it all before you came here. From the position where you have memory, you have the knowledge of all that came before. And yet you came. Because you had a mission. It's in your heart. You know. When something is not right, you spring into action to fix it. When someone is suffering, you leap to make a difference. When someone needs you, you answer the call. It has been so since the beginning. And you have been answering the call all these years. And now, dear ones, you have tipped the scales. You persevered. You kept coming back. And you know for a long time there were stories, people who who were spiritual people talking about what life really is, and they would say, oh, well, there's this wheel of incarnation and there's karma, and you all have to come back and do it over because you did something wrong in the last lifetime, and that's why you have such a hard time now. Well, that is completely untrue. We don't punish anyone. You rise to the occasion. You are given the challenge that you think you can overcome. You're put in the place, in the conditions where you think that you can learn the most and teach the most and do the most good. Yes, there are some things when if you've made a mistake over and over again in various lives, then yes, you will be given the challenge that will be specifically about that so that you will learn it. But that's not punishment. That's the that's the course of study that you've chosen for yourself in consultation with your guides and helpers. But beneath all that has always been the theme, the real purpose of your mission here. And that has always been to be what you call a warrior for the light. Warriors don't 
have to take up arms. They defeat light by shining brightly. That is how you defeat. Did I say defeat light? I meant they defeat darkness by shining brightly, for that is the physics of it. If you're in a dark room and you light a candle, the darkness is gone. That is how you have overcome the terrible destructiveness, the pain, the unfairness and inequality. We see you Of course, we have the bird's eye view. We can see you. We know you're still struggling, but you don't see how far you have come. Some of you may be old enough to have seen the movie, The African Queen. There is a marvelous shot, a film shot, when Humphrey Bogart is is uh, valiantly pulling the boat with his lovely lady in it. It was played by Catherine Hepburn. What a pair they were. He is valiantly dragging the boat through an impossible thicket to try to get to a place where the boat can resume its travels down the river. And it seems endless. His struggle goes on and on, and he's determined to find a way out of this mess and into this free water again. And at one point, it seems completely hopeless. And then the camera rises, And you see a shot from the position of an eagle looking down upon the boat. And these poor folks who seem to be completely lost and desperate. And there, just a few feet beyond where they are, is the open water. They can't see it from where they are. But from above, you see, oh, it's only a few steps, and they will be free again, and the struggle will be ended. It's like that. We can see that now. We see you in the thick of the forest thinking that you're lost, thinking that nothing has changed. And just there, behind those trees, is the light and the freedom and the justice and the love that you have been seeking. We congratulate you. 
We love you with all our hearts. And we speak for all the company of heaven, for creator and for one. When we say, you, beloved ones, are the answer. You carry within you the flame that will burn away all darkness, that will create love where there was sadness and fear. I am your Father God and I adore you. I always have, of course, but I can smile on your project and congratulate you and I will be there to celebrate with you. When you come to Higher Dimensions, you will be very surprised at how easy we are to talk with. And how much fun we have. Yes, it is truly a new golden age. Namaste, my beloved ones. Until we speak again. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Mother God, as well. We're so glad to hear from you both tonight. Thank you both. Oh, that was fun. Oh, so Mm -hmm. good to hear from them both again. I miss Mother God so. Yeah, and it was very nice. I really had the feeling of them together. Mm -hmm. You know, they were... They were, like, just right there with each other. I love it. Oh, it was really lovely. Yeah. Oh, well, here's... This is interesting. I just opened my eyes to see... um, Someone is saying, your voice has the same cadence as Abraham Hicks. Why is that? Well, that's probably because we're channeling the same person. Yeah. Yeah. And how can you have the same line of communication with source? Um, that's a very good question. It's nice to have the chat room open so people can ask their questions there. Um, you can have the same line of communication. I sh- I think I can talk about that now. We have a few minutes. Um. I teach the visual centering because it was the way I learned to be more psychic. So I used to have, you know, when before I learned to do the visual centering and I studied with uh, my mentor and my dear friend um, whom we've since discovered was Sanat Kamara, 
incarnated. Um, I learned the visual centering, and in the process, I went from being someone who would get hunches. Or once in a while when I was working um, with a client and, you know, we would be talking about something important, I would get a piece of information that seemed to come to me out of the blue. And when I would say it, I'd get a chill, you know. I would sometimes feel a chill. But I never really got anything more than that. Just sort of intuitions. And every once in a while, a sense of some connection. But nothing more than that. And the more I practiced the visual centering, the more I learned to be in the center of my brain, looking out. And I started to clear away all the old stuff from childhood and from even adulthood and began to feel very clear and calm. And in the center of my brain, I was aware of a place that is like the channel that they describe when you describe the pillar of light that comes down through your crown chakra, right down through the center of your brain, through the place where your third eye registers, Right near, people ask about this, the pineal gland. And then down through your throat, into your heart area, into your solar plexus, and all the way down through your body and directly into the earth. And when you anchor that channel right in the heart of Terra, and you send your beam out right through the top of your brain and anchor with God. And then you feel like a conduit. It's like the electrical energy is flowing through you from higher dimensions right through your body and then anchoring right down into Terra. If you do that, And then you open your eyes and do that. So a lot of people do it in meditation. But if you learn to open your eyes and stay in that position so that you're back there in the place in your brain where all the information comes together, taste, touch, smell, hearing, vision, intuition, memory, Reflexes all come together in the same place in your command position in your brain. Then you're open. You're open to all information. And it makes it possible to be completely open because when you're in that place, you're also fearless. So you have to be fearless in order to be completely open. Because otherwise you're going to be thinking things like, oh dear, people will think I'm crazy. Or, um, oh dear, some dark force is going to invade me. Well, no. (laughs) When you're in the center of your brain and you're really completely attentive, 
completely in touch with what you're feeling, um, nothing bad can take you over. You're not going to even have any bad feelings. And if someone approaches you, even if there were dark spirits, which, I mean, I've never encountered one, so, you know, maybe there is such a thing, but not in the higher dimensions for sure. So above the fifth dimension, there aren't any dark. There is no darkness. There's just light and love and friendship and happiness and celebration and joy and people who want to help us. So once you open your channels, you feel that. And I've had a very interesting experience recently when I've been channeling. Um, I was I was working a lot with Ra and Mother God and Saint Germain and you know my Arch- Archangel Michael and so on. The Masters were all coming through, and then we had Creator, and I was channeling him for a while, and then we had One. And when I began to channel one, I had to reach. It was as if I was inside in the center of my brain and I had to reach upward. It's like I was raising myself. I almost felt like I was pulling my body up and reaching for a higher vibration inside myself. And then I could hear him, her. So the recent ones I've been channeling have are so powerful. Um, that they're just you have to open more. You have to open your channels and you'll feel it. You just start to be able to sense things that you couldn't feel before. So that's my answer about how do you how do you learn to channel? It just start when you start opening all your channels and feeling that sense of expansiveness and fearlessness you just start to hear them. And then you can even say, would someone please come and talk to me? (laughs) And then you'll be surprised what you'll hear. So give it a try and then come back and tell us what what you discover. You can watch the visual centering videos. I do have more and I will be putting them up. So that's my my, uh, semi-short answer for that. Oh, that was a great help. Thank you. Yeah, everyone can channel. And a lot more people are learning how. Mhm. So, there's a question here on the on the uh chat room that I'm not going to go into in depth, but there is a question here that's important. Love in Action says, there's an elephant in the room. Are we going to address it? Oh, we love addressing (laughs) elephants. We do it all the time. Um, Now, there is an assumption 
in the question. So we have to be careful about this. The question is, the war, whoops, uh, wait a minute, I've lost it now. There's something about the Nobel Peace Prize winner who's starting an illegal war. Well, yes, we're all trying to create peace. Of course we are. But we also have to be realistic. And I think as Mother God was just saying, these are people who are killers. Now, probably these are killers that were trained by the CIA. And if our president is organizing the world in a way to bring other people in on this to help, to defeat the killers that were trained by the secret U.S. government, then it may just be that he's acting in our best interests. Hopefully what they'll be able to do is to contain them and lock them up. So we hope that it will be over very quickly, that there won't be, you know, great loss of life, and that these people will be caught and will be brought to justice. And the people who trained them and instigated this whole thing will be brought to justice. And then we'll know a whole lot more about it. So, Amy Adams has some interesting things to say here, too. So, uh, we're, people are addressing each other in the, in the chat room. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. There's a lot that's going, that's going on right now that we can't possibly know about. I think that it's going to be all coming out very soon. And when it does, we'll find out who the heroes are and who the villains have been. Mm-hmm. So. So I don't, I'm not going to go into it in detail because I don't know the answer to the question. I don't think any of us do. But if we keep raising our vibes, we keep insisting that what we want is peace, then that's what's going to happen. Oh, I just saw Gabriella was on the chat room. Oh, she came to say hello. <laughs> oh, that's nice. All right, so what a time. Oh, my goodness. What an interesting call tonight. It really was. It was long. All the way up to... Um, creator's sibling, and my name just went right out. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, Ram. Randor. 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 Yeah. Right. Randor. And in one, and then so out past our universe, and then we get to come back to the Milky Way. It was lovely. It was like it felt like a beautiful stretch to include something so 
give us a picture of how beautiful and wide and expansive creation is and then and then circle back around to to mother father god it's really lovely it was lovely to hear from them again and to bring it back to the we've heard for so long right back home i yeah, back you know home. i think they really planned this and the timing of it that we heard from one just this week I don't think uh, it was an accident that they did it this way. Right, right. Um, Oh, here's Donna is saying, Catherine, when you were channeling one, one mentioned what you just said about having to reach to channel yes. Um, I I knew I'd heard that before. (laughs) He mentioned it the same way I'm mentioning it. Yeah, I did have to reach. And I felt that with uh, with Ramdor, too. Randor. I, I felt like I had to reach. Because there's their energy is just so intense. And, you know, I also think that Mother and Father God are so used to coming through to us and to helping us with the channeling, that they are very careful to scale down their energy so that it comes through clearly. It's been their mm. their work to do that, you know. Mm. So it's a different job. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're closer to us here. So Amy is saying thank you for the great call, and we're glad the chat is back. Okay. Well, we'll try and do this. I think we can manage it. You think, Meg? Yeah, I'm not able to get to it on my – I have an iPad, so I'm not able to see the chat when it's going on. So we'll have oh. to chatting. But that's good because you're able to see it and just be able to be spontaneous with it. So that's good. Yeah. Of course, I can't look at it while I'm channeling, but – when I come back, I can't. Yeah, it's really nice. Unless I could ask, you know, Mother or Father God to, <laughs> to answer the Be chat. mindful of the board. <laughs> By the way, address all of humanity and check the chat room. Yeah, St. Germain got pretty good at that. He could he could answer phone calls. <laughs> but I don't, I don't think we'll need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, oh, I see we have one more question on the studio uh, board. So maybe we could answer one more question, and then this will be the last one for now. All right. It is well, 702. Area code oh. 702, ending in 8054. Hello. Hi, we should have given you some warning. I think <laughs> they weren't expecting us to open the line. That's one more time. Seven Can you hear us? Oh, there's a delay, too. Hi. 702, last chance. Okay, we'll have to close the line. There's some interference there. Okay. 
So we haven't heard from St. Germain recently. Uh, so I was like, are you sure St. Germain doesn't want five minutes? He feels so close, but maybe it's just me wanting to say hi. So we'll see oh. what he wants to. I think I'll save it for the next time. Okay. okay. I'm sure, yes, he would absolutely like to talk. So, But he likes yeah. to have, you know, the floor. So let's give him some time. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, give him some prep. <laughs> yeah, so we'll have St. Germain come next week, next Wednesday. Yeah. And I'm sure by then he's going to have some stories to tell. <laughs> oh, the stories he'll have to tell. Uh-huh. The scenes of changing the world. Oh, yes. Yeah, I hope we're going to hear a big revelation after the RV. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Fun, good talking to everybody, and thank you, Meg, for your your introduction and bringing Cedric. That was really great. Oh, it was so lovely hearing Mother God talk about Cedric and his and his story. It was lovely. Thank you, Catherine, mm-hmm. for your wonderful message. So we're going to meet again on Sunday, 2 p.m., for our Healing for Ascension call and training with Sananda. And we'll also be um, you know, talking about if people want to write to Gabriella, they can, if they have a special request. And she gathers those um, descriptions and names for people. So you're welcome to do that. It's Gabriella at HealingForAscension.com. All right. I think we're going to wrap it up. And say right. good night, everyone. And let's put night, on everybody. We Are the World. Good night, Catherine. Good night, Meg. Good night, everybody. See you on Sunday. This session is no longer being recorded. Goodbye. There comes a time when we heed a certain call, when the world must come together as one. There are people dying, oh, when it's time to lend a hand to life, the greatest gift of Change. We all are part of God's great big